There's nothing, I can't say anything good about bodybuilders at all. What a total waste of your life, you know. So I just thought I'd mention I'm wearing the American Barbell shirt because that is the latest episode of Mutant on a Mission. I thought nice. I'd just mention it. Nice. So anybody wants to watch my latest Mutant on a Mission, head over to the Mutant YouTube channel and check out American Barbell. So um, Nate was an awesome guy. I know I mentioned the gym already when we went after the or before the Arnold there. Uh, yeah. But yeah, had fun. Gym looked awesome. There's lots of like crazy expansion he's going to do. So they have a bunch he's of a prime, pr- bunch of prime machines. Right? Yeah, yeah, a bunch of prime, bunch of Rogers. He's a guy that had that 11 acre piece of land and he built yes. the house on one side. And it was like zoned for half commercial, half residential. Like he's like, hmm, it's perfect. It's like the type of thing that you know you bribe someone on city council to do for you. Like zone this one commercial and zone this one residential. Like just so perfect next door to each other. So yeah, yeah I wish them luck. But great gym, and I uh, look forward to going again when we go to the aisle next time. Nice, and a great shirt. Like that design is. It's awesome. good. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool, eh? Yeah, you know what it should have though? Cool. Some sort of a gun also should be on the picture. Just take it that extra, like yeah, go all you know. the way. That would be good. Absolutely. Extra. I have a shirt coming next week uh, for you, Ron. Well, it's it's it's. Uh, does it have a gun on it? It does, and I don't want to say too much more. Uh, okay. But it's it's uh, it'll be an homage to Canada. Let's put it that way. Okay. I saw, okay. I, I saw a great. Speaking of guns, I saw a great thing. It made me think of you, Scott. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you might have even seen it yesterday, but someone put up a thing that said. Legal gun owners have 300 million guns and probably a trillion rounds of rounds of ammo. If we were the problem, you'd know. You'd know it. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I was like, it's a very valid point. That JP guy, the like awakened with JP guy. Yeah, I love yeah, him. he's he's awesome. He did one on gun control, and he said, you know, he was like, we should just make murder illegal. And I was like, <laughs> wait, we've already done that. Why don't they just outlaw murder? They already have. And the criminals still break the law? Well, the, 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 the thing about, the interesting thing about gun control as a Canadian is if you look at the percentage of legal guns that are used in crime, it's insignificant. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Like, I talk to cops. Cops tell me the guns that are used in all of the crime, like almost all of the crime are illegal guns anyways they're smuggled in they're yeah. not ever legally owned by anybody there's not like this massive number of stolen firearms like because that's what gun people say like oh well those guns are out there and then someone steals them and uses them the, mm-hmm. the, the percentage of that is like really really low like it's a joke it's guns being smuggled in they're coming right across the border here the cops tell me they're coming right across the border into surrey yeah. And and they're coming thousands of guns at a time, hundreds of guns at a time. And they're the ones that are getting used in the vast majority of the crime. Hmm. So the legal gun owners, the people who have a restricted firearm license mm-hmm. are one of the are one of the least likely groups of people to ever commit a crime. Hmm. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I believe that. Like I have a restricted firearms license statistically I will never get arrested. I will never commit a crime statistically. I'm one of them. I'm, I'm in the category of one of the least to worry about citizens. Huh. Right. So restricted gun owners aren't the problem. 
and right. legal legally owned firearms aren't the problem. They're all in safes. Yeah. Everyone has their gun <laughs> in a fucking safe because it's a law. <laughs> so the 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 idea of further restricting guns in Canada is <clears throat> is just low information people who don't know what's actually happening. They listen to these sound bites. And of course, compassion is being weaponized in, in some of these cases because mm. I mean, who's not compassionate to like this is this last thing that happened, just unbelievable. You know. But you know, I also saw someone commented that they're from Sweden. Someone commented on some video I was watching. Mm-hmm. And they're like they're like, um, I don't know I don't understand why your classrooms don't have external exits, emergency exits. In Sweden, every single classroom has an outside exit. So if anyone hmm. ever walked in with a gun, all the kids would just walk out, out their fucking classroom door. Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't be stuck to have to go down hallways. And I was like, oh, fuck, that sounds like a huge fail. <laughs> it seems really obvious when it's pointed out like that. The My way school I see never it, had one. The way I see it is personally that in, in what I've said to people is, and it was really part of it was after I got sick. I started seeing that, you know, like you, you and your, you're, you're, nobody's going to care about your life as much as you do. No one cares about you. You know, and I recognize yeah. that like well, we, we are our cops own. Didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. We, we're our <laughs> own first responders, you know, and, and yes. if there's somebody out there who's, you know, deranged or, or basically just selfish, somebody that doesn't care about my life as much as I do, I want to be able to do more than just pray that they have mercy on me. If I run into him, you know, that's really what it comes down to. And if there were more people that felt the way I did, then when there was an active, I don't even want to, I'm going to say active killer. I want to take the term shooter out of our vocabulary An active killer. If there was an active killer, then like van through a crowd of people, 10 people, 10 people would turn on him, you know, real quick and further, you know what, to the way that our, the way that our society portrays these people i think that we shouldn't say what their names are i think that we shouldn't like find out anything about their story what went wrong with them we should just ridicule them them, you know belittle them make them feel like a piece of shit and make people feel like man i don't want to be that guy you know i don't want to be yeah it's a really you know it's it's one of the most fascinating psychological short circuits that happens in the in the in the primate brain do you know what i mean like of all the things to go wrong with people that's just yeah that to think that that can be a thing that goes wrong with those fucking that that is wrong with you like whether those guys are born psychopaths or their brains have just been demolished by trauma and horrible upbringing they're they've reached a point that's just like it's crazy that they can get to want to do that um those that story is just I mean, I had to kind of stop paying attention to it. I was watching Breaking Points in the morning and I was they were keeping me up to date with the Uvalde Police Department and how they were they weren't they they were like, you know, not commenting on it and not even like really cooperating with like some of the questions being asked. And it's that sounds like there's a lot of people on that police department that that have a lot to answer for. Like that was crazy. That woman that ran in and got her kids two kids in two different classrooms and ran out with them Hmm. like unbelievable you know but they also didn't really do a great job here at least of like drawing attention to what brought it to an end i had to like dig in to find it that border guy 
Yeah, a, a guy whose kids Off-duty were, were border there guy. and they're and drove and all the way home and got there. his gun. Well, while he, <laughs> I I read in a story that was like he was like getting a haircut or something. He's like his getting wife's arrested. He's like, oh fuck, all right, well, I got this. Hmm. <laughs> did he tell? Did he go home and get his gun, or did he tell his wife? No, he to got it from. Gun? No, he said what I read. So take this for what it is. Was that he asked his barber if he had a firearm, and he said yes, and he took it from oh. there. Right, and it was like okay. a shot. It was like the he's like this isn't really yeah. the perfect weapon for this. It was like a shotgun. And he's like, all right, that'll do. Oh, That's a matter. badass move. That's like diehard yeah. right there. You know what I'm right. saying? That's like movie <laughs> shit. <laughs> do you have a firearm? You gotta love that when you're there. Where the guy's like, of course I do. It's right here. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It, it, the, the, how the reporting goes is kind of weird. There was another really recent case um, of some dude who felt teed off or whatever. Some people they were having a picnic, I guess it was some sort of family reunion or something. I, I don't remember the details, but he came back with an AR and started shooting. And it was one person that happened to be there, a woman with a, her, her CPL and she yeah. took him out before anybody could get hurt. But, but yeah. they don't, they don't, you know, they don't bring attention to that stuff because it doesn't yeah, fit that's a good the story. agenda. That's a bad narrative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, it's, man. it's stopping a bad thing is not the narrative they're looking for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I will, I will say there's, um, the, the, uh, the, the, the world sees the United States as just you guys running around shooting each other. Oh That's yeah. That's how the world sees it. But there's five cities. It's actually five cities. Yep. Um, so the stat that I just saw is America is third on gun violence worldwide. But if you remove five cities, yeah, Chicago, America. St. Louis, L.A. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah. And I, I can't remember the other one. two. There's five cities. If you remove those five cities, America falls to 189th huh. on gun, no gun violence. Yeah. And those and, five cities uh, are the ones that are the, the hardest on gun control, which is what's Yeah, the they part. actually have the hardest gun control in those five <clears throat> cities, too, which is another interesting point. But it's, it's all the, you know, the stats are in, what is it, 90 is it 95% of it is gang violence, all the gun yeah. violence in America? It's not like just regular people running around shooting each other at all. It's gang violence is like 95% of your crazy numbers. That's a lot of it, yeah. Yeah, you know? So, you know, just like some cities, there's like like literally hundreds of gun crimes on a weekend. Yeah. So I'll like tell you. Those stats just get insane. Like in what, up in here in a Canadian city, there's like, you know, a handful on a weekend. I can tell you that, so, and this is years ago, I used to, when I was about like 15, I was making money, uh, my dad, before my dad's friend, by babysitting his two kids, and he lived in Redford, which is the border city to, one of the border cities to Detroit, west side, yeah. and um, this is the area they call Brightmore on, on that part of Detroit, and they're very small homes, all packed close together, and there's a lot of gang activity there. Like, that area of Detroit, what I've discovered is, like, those guys... They're all younger and they've got something to prove. So there's a lot of crazy shit going down. A lot of dope being sold over there versus like the more you get downtown, the, like the, the more it's like the bigger old houses and things are just like chill, quiet. People are doing their thing and just business mm -hmm. as usual drug dealing. But there there's a lot. And I remember I would sit on the porch in the summer and you could just hear it all night. Just pow, 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 pow from like the, you know, a few blocks away. It was literally That's all night wild. long. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have to admit, like, if I ever, there's a couple times I heard a gunshot in a city, and it's very rare because I'm living in Canada. Just, but if you, like, I, I have heard one, and it's like, holy fuck, that was definitely a gun. 
Yeah. Yeah. But down in some of like, you know, Detroit, <laughs> pop, 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 pop. It's like popcorn all night. That actually just you helps know. you sleep. It's like they, they call oh, they call it white. It's noise. like having the fan yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You turn that okay. off. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, what should we do now? Yeah, I can't sleep here. I can't sleep on <laughs> the country. The guy starts popping popcorn instead. All right, we're yeah. fine. Yeah, he goes on holidays. <laughs> Has to run a blender all night. <laughs> okay. Um, so what are we doing? Are we doing some YouTube questions, Scott? Are we just gonna sure? What's up? Sure. I've got like six of them. Um, Good. Well, what's the, let's do. What's the latest with Dusty? First of all, yeah, yeah. What's it's, your update? What do you have to add? How are you going to make the world man. a better place by telling us about your life? Oh God. Well, I mean, I could tell them about my life so they could feel better about themselves. I mean, that would be helpful. Oh, right? well, maybe <laughs> that's your. Maybe that's your. <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing crazy. I uh, I will say that I put up last week. I decided just for fun to just put up like things that had nothing to do with bodybuilding on my Instagram. And right. uh, just one post with like 10 pictures. And a lot of people dug it. But coincidentally, I had taken a picture of them putting the foundation on my house a week ago. And it was awesome. Uh, today, they put the roof on it. Wow, that's fast. And I'm like, okay, apparently framing is a very fast thing. I had no idea. Like, I went to check on it. I was like, holy shit, there's a house there. Yeah. So that was a big bonus. Right. Um, so stoked on that. It's still going to be four months before it's done, but it at least got me excited. And then uh, I closed on my mother's house, got her moved in, and I've already started immediately the carpet that was in the house. It had wood floors and carpet. I don't do carpet. So that came out, replaced the floors yesterday. So then you put stairs <sighs> on the deck because it was just yes. like a, a floating deck. Like it wasn't, there was no stairs yeah, down. Who doesn't have, like, how the fuck are you going to get downstairs? Because her house is like on a, on a hill, Scott. Yeah, yeah. So I needed to have a, a, a flight of stairs put on, but this, thankfully the same guy did both. Cool. So his business. Nice. So knocked them both out on Saturday. We're in business. So now it's easy. The only thing that's gotten a little tricky is my mom still hasn't figured out that I don't talk on phones. Oh. She keeps calling my text device. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very confusing. So like this morning I, I I shot her a text to verify something. You know, to make sure it was good. Uh the oh, I'm putting an invisible fence on her yard so her dogs can roam but they're locked in and I said, "Is the lady coming? What time's the lady coming? Is it still 10?" She sends back, "10 to noon, but I'll give you a more exact time." Okay. Now I'm in the gym and then my phone rings. And I answer it. She goes, should be 10.30 to 10.45. I'm like, that was textable. <laughs> That's what, a text. What, what are we doing here? So I'm I have to just re rewind a little bit. I you, you, you said something, and I just allowed it to go past so you could finish your sentence. What's an invisible fence? You don't know what a visible fence is, huh? Oh, an it's invisible your, fence? Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah, so there's no fence. <laughs> but there's a fence for dogs. So it sounds like James Bond. They Bonshire. have a collar on them. Oh, and then if they the walk up, they can't walk out. Yeah. My parents have said it works good. Yeah, awesome. It doesn't keep other dogs out of your yard, though. That's the only yeah. thing you got to watch for. Yeah, but my parents, like, my mom's yard is down. A, there'd be no reason to be there. Yeah. Like, you're not walking in that area. So, yeah, it's uh, it's good. It'll be a nice thing because she didn't realize. She was I like, thought, I need a I fence. Thought, I was like, I'm not spending $15,000 to put a fence in your yard. 
She was like, I thought you meant you were were putting a fence up, but you were going to get, like, I thought it was like going to be covered in like foliage so you couldn't (laughs) see the fence. (laughs) Getting like a gardener to come in and put vines all over the fence to cover it. I was like, what's an invisible fence? But now (laughs) hold up, hold up. This is getting confusing. Yeah. Very expensive. Very expensive. It's going to be painted just like the, the, like, just (laughs) like you could run right into that fucking thing. If you look at it, it'll just look like this surrounding terrain. Yeah. Yeah. I love that that my life is such a mess that Ron processes into something totally. He's like, this guy's getting shit done to his face every other week. Maybe there is an invisible fence. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, see, I'm a bad consumer. We've been over this. I'm not good at buying stuff, and sometimes I don't even know stuff exists. I'm like, oh, really? That's awesome. And like, <laughs> you know, like I, I, I'm not the type of guy that wanders through Best Buy and like grabs like the newest stuff and like yeah. oh, I got these and this you know I'll see someone using something I'm like oh what's that you know like they have to it's a cell phone I'm a bad shopper <laughs> yeah yeah so yes. I noticed I noticed that I think my phone just slowed down hmm. they do that to you on purpose I'm telling yeah you. so I think they're well they just happen to also tell me I'm do that I'm I'm eligible for an upgrade and I was going to upgrade your phone slow down the next day. Yeah, yeah, the very next day, it's just like a little bit less responsive. When I do like the face scan, it takes like an extra second to get into it every fucking time. Yeah. And I'm like, all oh, those seconds add up. They're trying yeah. to send me a message, right? I you actually know? have a, I think it was Todd, my, my video guy. He is one of those guys. He He's like, my phone works. Fuck you. Yeah. Right? And he just, right. eventually they stopped like doing updates. <laughs> And he like literally <laughs> had to get a new phone, <laughs> which I get such a kick out of because yeah. I'm like, this guy has all the coolest shit, lives the coolest life. Like, and he's like, what, I what's the phone? Fuck you. <laughs> what's the oldest? Like, what's the oldest phone you could still use? Like, can you still have like an old Nokia flip phone? Yeah, I mean, you, could, you still, could still call it. Yeah, no, those ones. It's more like the smartphones where they they kind of age them out. Like, yeah, yeah, I, that's what I mean. But how how far back can you go and still take a phone call? Like, could you have an iPhone four? You know, no. Like, could think, you have like like a Motorola from nineteen ninety nine? Oh like yeah, a Razor. Yeah, because they phone. yeah they have yeah, those as the like Razor. the burner phones. You can still buy those. You just you know you can't text Weird or anything. You know, that, really. Is it like the? I'm no, but what I'm saying is like phone. is is that I know that it's like looks like the same phone and it's just basic and you can just call people on it. You're saying an actual nineteen? Is it the same chip and the same technology and it'll still work on the same? I don't know. I don't know how crazy that stuff gets. And uh, what's the oldest phone you can still text somebody? Like a T9 texter? (laughs) Yeah, like an old school text. What's the oldest phone you could still text to like your iPhone? I wonder. I don't know. I wonder how, like, you know. Well, what What is your phone? Because you still have face recognition, so it can't be that old. No, I got like ten, the ten X Max or whatever, yeah. like the big ten yeah, X. So your phone's you know? not that old, yeah. But I just, it's that one second. That's it. That's just the one second every time I do something. You know what's funny about that, Ron? Is we are old enough that we all did like AOL and had Dial to up. wait. For the moment, uh, yeah. now if something is like less than 0.0 seconds, we get frustrated. Yeah, sensitive. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm also getting more aware that I'm one day closer to death. So let's not waste this, these seconds. That's a know. valid fucking point. I think about that with old driving. I'm like, you of all people should want to get where you're fucking going. <laughs> it's almost over. Why are you going 30 in a 45? 
That's a problem here, by the way. People drive under the right. speed limit. Oh, yeah. There is just, oh, Vancouver. Terrible oh, drivers. Sorry. I had somebody, the crazy, oh. like I thought it was a Detroit driver when I was in Vancouver. We were like obeying the law, going the speed limit. I wasn't like speeding or anything, but we were making a right-hand turn. And this guy started honking his horn behind us. We're waiting at a light. And then he blew past the light, turned right, and then made a big U-turn in the middle of the intersection, flipped us off, and took off. It was a fucking Canadian, too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Vancouver. He must have known you were a Yankee. <laughs> wow. You know? Yeah. I didn't think that kind of thing happened, you know? Wow. Yeah. We're, we're not always that? nice. We're not always nice. We take our road rage very seriously. Do you? See, I That's good. Okay. They treat road rage like hockey. That's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a little hockey in us, right? So if you're parked at a red light, there's a little. This fuck, you got time for a little. You know, know speaking of car, Ron, have you been watching the hockey? Oh my god. Yeah, just a highlight. Just be keeping up on the highlights, dude. I so my friend is a huge Rangers fan. Yes, they go up two zero, and I was like, eh, we'll see, because I I picked Tampa like the beginning of playoffs to win again. We'll see. Abs are better, but anyways. Um, at the end of game two, the, uh, the lightning have won and, uh, no, sorry. End of game three, the lightning have won. Now they're up three, two in the series. And for whatever reason, the game is over and there's a scuffle at the end. And the captain of, of the lightning, who's not like a known like fighter actually gets in a fight. Nothing crazy happens, but I literally texted him. I said, should not have done that. Their entire team is lit up. The very next day, they close him out in Tampa, and he scores the only two goals of the game. It's like when you play sports, you can see that shit. You're like, "Oof, that was a mistake." So, really? yeah, I was, yeah. You can. I mean, it's just I watch the reaction of all the other players. Like, if one of your fighters gets in a fight, you're like, eh, "It's what they but do." But when your when your captain gets in a fight, yeah, it'd be like yeah. if you know, comparison, like if Sidney Crosby got in a fight and actually did all right, you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Like that's not even your right. job. You know, yeah, so yeah. it's, it elevates the rest now. of the team is what you mean. The whole team. Oh, yeah. You could up. see they were amped. I mean, literally, they were like high fiving and shit like something crazy had happened. And it wasn't a big scuffle or anything. it wasn't even a big deal. So it was fun to watch. And I I actually sacrificed half of that game for my mother's birthday party. So I'm kind of a good person. Oh, you're a good son. How old is your mother? I have no idea, but I keep telling her that she's 80. <laughs> I think she's in her 60s, but I don't actually know. She's older you know, than 41 because I know how old I am. <laughs> so she's at least 50. She's, she's at least 57. We'll put it that way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I just told her, I was like, look, I lie about my age. You can lie about yours. It's fine. We're good. Right. Okay. No okay. one believes either one of us. So, yeah. But yeah. So, yeah, I want, if there is a heaven, I should get a spot there just for that. So there's that. <laughs> You've been a good son, Dusty. I will I will give you that from what Thank I know. You. Thank you. I do my best to make up for all the bad shit. So, so what do we got for questions, Scott? You got some or you? Yeah, you, we're you doing YouTube. I think we're doing some YouTube questions. Okay. And um I think Scott said, you know, things were going pretty good with YouTube questions, I think Scott said. Yes. And with that said, guys, comment, comment with your questions, plus comments, all that stuff. Yeah, sometimes, bring we, the algorithm, sometimes we just go over the comment, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we didn't do the like, share, subscribe, comment, and 
Ring the bell. Yes. There we go. I yes. just threw that in randomly because no one did it. I'm like, fuck it. Ring this is what? Episode 145? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There you go. So you go. I'll start here. We had a training question. Bring Jed in. What's Jed up Hey, Jed. Today? Come here, bud. Uh, he's interested in something. Okay. So uh, it would be awesome if you guys could explain how you would set up a back day for thickness and a back day for width. Okay. Well, I, I, uh, I've done that before. I've trained back twice a week before with that strategy. And I'm not sure if I think about it as width versus thickness. I guess I, I tried to not think of it that way, but what I did do was, was sort of set it up with like, rows and deads on the one day because there was so much lower back stress. So one day was like a, a bent over, you know, sort of barbell row, cable row, hammer, maybe a hammer row machine and a deadlift. And then the other days were like pull downs and stuff. And, and that was just because I only wanted to stress out my lower back that way once a week. Mm -hmm. you know, so I didn't put like barbell rows on one day and then like, you know, T-bars on another because I just tried to keep all the kind of bent over hard lower back stuff on the one back day, which is, you know, rows and deads. And, uh, and then the other day was a pull down day. But I remember purposely trying not to think of it as width versus thickness because I don't really think that way. I just think of like getting the lats and traps and everything to grow. So, right. But yeah, that's how I did it. Scott? I would say, you know, I would say the same thing that I, I don't like specifically think like this is for width, width and this is for thickness so much. I, I, I think of splitting it up in you know, pull down type movements, row type movements, and then hinge type movements like a deadlift type movement or, a, um, you know, a rack pull. But the, I'll tell you what I've been experimenting with with some guys lately we've been doing for the last couple of years, the people I work with have been doing a lot of push pull legs, heavy progressive overload. And then we started experimenting with, with say for instance, a guy wants to bring up his back and his chest. Then we're doing push pull legs. And the next workout would be back. Next workout would be chest or chest and then back. And for those days, instead of the heavy progressive overload, we're doing a little bit higher volume, you know, instead of like top set back offset, we're doing like three sets and maybe using a machine now and using, you know, using things that almost put a governor on it, like um, trying to say maybe take shorter rest periods between sets using constant reps, stuff like that. And because um, I think I think at the end of the day as awesome as progression is, if there's anything left on left on the table you might be able to pick that up and get it with a little bit more volume so and especially if we're doing all progression all progressive overload all the time and you do that for like five months and then we go to this i think bringing that volume in and getting like the like the sarcoplasmic hypertrophy as they call it getting the more like the round bubbly look from you know more reps I think that that works nicely. So I would almost think of maybe splitting your workouts up into possibly something like that, where you're really hard, really heavy, progressive for part of it. And then think about maybe really trying to volumize the muscle as well. Just a thought. Okay. Interesting. What about you, Dusty? That was awesome. Which now I have to change the subject real quick. Scott, you had another overall winner that happened to be from here this weekend. He didn't win the overall. 
He didn't win the oh, overall. He didn't. No, he oh, didn't, he but thank you. Shots. Yeah, heavyweight, he won, uh, it was his first show. Um, Chad, shout out to Chad. Yeah. He uh, he won his true novice class, his novice, the novice overall, and then he won uh, heavyweight uh, first show. So and, and he and he took second overall. So he he needed a, a couple more weeks, which we have. We we are setting up to do two shows, so we're going to do it again. Oh, nice. In two more weeks, strong dude. I should get a picture That's, of him. You guys like he's got. He's these, a power, he owns a squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I, that I didn't know. I, you got to pull that up. I know. So I. You posted, uh, his girlfriend had posted it, and you shared her story or whatever on yours. Yeah, yeah. So I clicked on it to see who it was because it was your client. And I'm like, hey, wait a minute. I met this girl. No kidding. And I realized that they were, yeah, because I met, but I was still stoned after my sickness when I met her, but I do remember meeting her. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and it, it all connected because I went to his page and saw that they owned a gym. And I was like, oh, shit, that's wild. So, yeah, look at you. Thank freaking you. Blowing people. Yeah, out. good job. Good job. I Just, appreciate yeah, it. I had no idea it was his first show. The guy looked freaking awesome. This isn't. Yeah, this isn't like his people. Thank you. This, I, okay, so this isn't his final pictures. This is just one I happen to be able to find, like on the spur of the moment. But look at these quads on him. He's got some like some, and it got it yeah, got like stronger. The just dancing. Yeah, like yeah. everything is like striated in his legs. This is this is from a little while ago. Um, one of the pictures really I just happened to say. Really eh? Like his teardrops are big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like they take up a lot of his leg. Yeah. Yeah. So Those are yeah. freaky teardrops, man. Really cool. They're both, they're both powerlifters. His wife is a powerlifter too. Yeah. And like... like I bet, I bet he like squats deep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with, with, with I, I, of course... It was a it was a rabbit hole situation, Scott. Like I clicked on yours and I clicked on hers, and next thing you know, I'm like halfway down his page. I'm like, whatever you do, don't accidentally like something. The guy's gonna think I'm a stalker. Yeah, from like six months ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's not what it looks like. I promise. Yeah, yeah, that's so, funny. But no, yeah, no. As work. far as the, the the question, same exact thing. The the only thing that I um do recommend for people is on. I did describe it as thickness and width because it's the same shit. Um, yeah, those are the terms I, I like. Yeah. I know everyone uses. So yeah. yeah, but yeah, but it's like the only thing I always did is I always would suggest they did one of the other movements on the opposite Perfect. day. So like yeah, if you were yeah. doing a thickness day, I'd open you up with a lat pull down or hmm. something first, and then go get started. I always like doing that anyways. I mean, the majority of my workouts are only a couple movements anyways. But I always felt better doing my width work first, my rack chins or whatever, because I felt like my back was open. So then when it was time to bend down and do a deadlift or whatever, I kind of felt like primed. So to yeah, speak. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I actually think I did that too. I think there was like one, you know what I mean. Right. And then on the pull down day, there'd be at least a hammer row. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like you know what yeah, I mean? support, yeah, chest support, chest support, yeah, or or a cable low yeah. or something like that. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Good question. What else we got? Okay. Um, I got all distracted thinking. Of, oh, there's a comment, not a question. But uh, Brent said, working at a client's today, uh, got this blasting in their new outdoor sound system. Thanks, as always, for the great content. And I said, so basically, you're about to get fired. And he said, no, I'm self-employed. And the client is a fan of the show also. <laughs> I thought that was cool, man. That's amazing. Hey, that is that is funny. That is funny. I... I had a new member sign up at the gym the other day and I just happened to be there. So I'm behind the counter and um, 
I think I was covering like they went to like staff went to get food or something. So I just happened to be behind the counter and he comes in. He's like, hey, I just wanted to join. And I was like, oh, OK, you know, blah, blah, blah. How'd you hear about the gym? And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, friends train here and all this. And I like signed the guy up. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, good episode last week, by the way. Yes. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I had to make sure I go, I go, are you talking about the mutant on a mission that came out of the podcast? And he goes, oh, I saw that too. But I watch your podcast all the time. So he actually saw both. That's cool. There so we go. It was just funny. It made me laugh because like, you know, he didn't let on at all. Yeah, yeah, dude, we were. <laughs> that, well, yeah, like he didn't we're say like, like oh, hey, Ron, or anything. Like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. He was just cool. He's like, oh, I just want to join. You know, so it was kind of funny. They're out there and they're they're sometimes keeping it to themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Morgan's you know? got one for us. So oh, question, big Morgan qu- Mac. Question for the next episode: uh, What would you guys do to pass the time in between meals during <laughs> prep when starving? Uh, also. Uh, any calorie dense food concoctions when trying to get huge. So he's starving, but he's also daydreaming about getting a lot of food. Right. That's always so, how it works. You know? when you're, starving. <laughs> you're dreaming of off season when you're in prep. When you're in the off season, you're force feeding. You're like, God, I can't wait to just be shredded. <laughs> you know what? I think the ultimate little weight gain snack, easy to get down, calorie dense, lots of Calories energy, calories. We all get enough protein. Yeah. Oh, when yeah. you're trying to bulk up, you don't actually need more protein. You're already eating like fucking, you know, 300 plus, 400, 400 grams, the big guys, you know. Guy his size probably eating 400 grams already. So if he's hungry, it's not protein he needs. It's just energy. He needs peanut butter sandwiches. Mm. They are peanut butter sandwich, about two, two pieces of toast with a bunch of peanut butter between them. Ah, oh, that's man. good. That's delicious. Just I'm glad you said him. toast, by the way. Like yeah, it's gonna be to- toasted too. better. A little toasted, you gotta yeah. toast it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you want yeah. the peanut butter to kind of melt inside a bit. Peanut butter sandwich, toasted peanut butter sandwich, easily the best calorie dense snack. And uh passing time while starving. Um hey, I sat on the couch and played a lot of guitar between meals when I was competing. <laughs> I I played a little bit of John Madden football too in my early days. I'm not gonna lie. I would <laughs> I would I thought, hey, it's good enough for Chris Cormier and Flex Wheeler. It's good enough for me. Right. So I yeah. would, I would, uh, I would sit and play John Madden football in the early days in the '90s between meals. You know, nowadays you have no excuse to not be making money at least on your phone. Yeah, yeah something. exactly. It's like you know, back before phones, you did actually have time to kill. You're like, well, what are we gonna do? Sitting in this condo by myself, like literally, just you know, what do you do? Do you guys yeah. remember that uh, uh, bodybuilder Eric Fankhauser? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course. I remember him doing this video where he played Madden while he was on his elliptical. Yes. And he was like, when when my guy would run, I would start going faster. I would go faster. I tried to do that with like a, a Call of Duty style game um, on my tablet. I swear to God, like within 30 seconds, I was going to fall down. I was just like, cause my guy had to have to turn him and then like to not turn on the treadmill. It was, it was dangerous, man. I had to stop. Yeah. That's a yeah. riot. I tried to sit on the bike and play like even just leaning on the console, riding the bike and play. Yeah. But I, I, I just, for some reason, I just didn't like it. I was like, nah, I got to just be chilling out to play. Me too. I don't wanna, yeah. If I'm on the bike, I want to just be in my head and have my music blasting and just thinking about something. Or I just want to watch TV and just be entertained. 
Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. I don't want, right. I can't handle the effort. I can't, the physical output of coordinating my fingers. I'm, nah, I'm not into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you there. Okay. Yeah. So musical hobby, you know, yeah. Learn something. Buy a drum set. Piss your neighbors off. Or get one of those electric ones. <laughs> Piss your neighbors off. There you go. What about you, Dusty? You know what? I was um, I was fortunate that when I was bodybuilding the most, I still owned the businesses. Like mm. I didn't have free time. Yeah. So, and I think that's a curse. I think it's funny that a lot of people these days, they're like, oh, all right, I'm getting ready for a show. I think I'm going to take off two months of work. And I'm like, why? That's a whole worse. It's going to yeah. be so brutal. Yeah. Like it's so much easier to literally like I had to put alarms in my phone. So the alarm would go off. So I knew to drop everything eat the meal and get back. And then I did have a couple preps where I was done um, with the business. It was so much hard. I realized I was hungry. I didn't have yeah. time to realize I was hungry. Like you're busy and you're, I mean, literally, you know how it is. You guys have both been there when you're slammed. There's no, I mean, if you imagine run, you're trying to prep now, like you do it, but there's no time to think about being hungry. Yeah. You know? So I, I yeah. always consider that a blessing to be slammed. You know, because I did, like I said, I did it once or twice, and too much time is. It's also, I think, a lot of people that have idle time are why they analyze their physiques too far, why they mm. question every little thing they're doing. Like, it's not that I was just so confident; I didn't have time to worry about it. That was Chris's job. Yeah, time went to eat. I'll get yeah. down. I gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> I had a bunch of people comment um, this week about what you said about Chris Aceto. I had a couple of people say they just died when that was good. you said, will he eat a potato even if he doesn't want to? <laughs> <laughs> that just, people thought that was so funny. And my training partner, he said that he loves how Chris boils everything down to just oh, yeah. like the littlest little thing. Yep. Like how can you take like, you know, take this concept and just make it this. Will he oh, yeah. eat a potato? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I also love that there's no like context before that. There's no back and forth. No, but if you're smart, but line, if you know, you just if you understand, you, you, oh, you, yeah. you're like, oh, I know what he means. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I laughed. It was great. I think that's the best it. advice, though, that the, the stay busy thing. <laughs> yeah. the, the, you know, I think that my first prep, um, my the company I worked for, I was a warehouse manager and the company was going under. And so I, I wrote it out. And, and got laid off and I was like, okay, this is good actually. Cause I'm prepping for a show and I'll take right. this last couple months and just like live the lifestyle. And it was brutal, you know, like it was brutal. Cause it was just me sitting on the couch and on the message boards and listening to podcasts. And that was, it, it kind of sucked versus the next show. I, I, my, my girlfriend was competing and I was helping her. And, uh, I had a, a job again and I was super busy with that. And I remember her show was two weeks before mine and I was at the show and people were like, I was way in like, it, it was, I mean, obviously I had more experience, but I was in way better shape and mm -hmm. people were like, Oh, what class are you in today? Cause they thought I was competing by looking at my face and stuff. And right. I realized like I should have done that show too, because I was definitely right. ready for it. And it just, it dawned on me. I'm like, wait, I'm two weeks out now. Like, I got through it already. You, know? <laughs> you didn't realize where you were because you were so focused. Yeah, yeah. so busy. So yeah. fucking busy. Yeah. I remember prepping for a show when I was going to college full time. And I remember just like, 
it just fucking flew by. Like yeah. It was just yeah. evaporated, you know? So, okay. Right. What's the next one, buddy? All right. Uh, Kevin21 says, I have very long arms and very short tricep insertions because my triceps end halfway up my arm in a T-shirt I look like the asshole that only trains biceps. <laughs> Any tips? Um, or should I embrace the dark side? <laughs> <laughs> well, by dark side, does he mean time to start juicing? Or does he mean like shoot the shit out of them and hope they just like look okay? <laughs> Even shooting um, the shit out wouldn't work because they're already no, way up there. That doesn't bring yeah, them down the arm. Yeah, not going to change anything. <laughs> yeah. um, so two things you got to do. First of all, you have to be very selective about your t-shirt sleeves. Batch. I have always been very selective they ha either have to be like to the elbow like yeah. leg day shirt or they have to be high enough up the bicep that my tricep shows you know like decently high up and snug enough that there's no bagginess like you know there's a yes, very i'm very picky about sleeves especially now that my arms aren't as big as they used to be i really want to make sure that they're not like being out angled by a poorly fitting sleeve it's a it's a it's an important concern that every self-respecting retired bodybuilder needs to keep in mind you know and that's why sometimes chop chop yeah. just take the go. sleeves right off like mutant has this one shirt that says train like hell on the back yeah which is and that, i love go that ahead. i love that shirt because train like hell is like one of my things that i always say um and i like the shirt it's nice and wide in the shoulders and it it's got a long hang, got a good hang, good hang on that shirt, Gee. you know, but the sleeves were wrong for me. So that's one of my sleeveless ones. That's got, you got to go sleeveless in that one for me. Dusty's <laughs> arms are big enough. He can probably just push them up and they'll stay. But I was unsuccessful. Well, every, every, everyone knows that uh, I'm the asshole that doesn't train biceps. So maybe this guy and I should meet in the middle. <laughs> right, right. Dang. But fuck. There you go. There's that look See, you get, I, like the look of the guy, like, when you're like around average size people that train and they definitely do a lot to make sure you see their biceps, but then you see a big guy like one of you guys and you know, you're at the expo or something. And then there's the guys who just wear a t-shirt and they don't try to do anything with it. And you can just see under the sleeve, the sleeve might come down to their, you know, their elbow almost. And you're like, but, mm -hmm. Oh shit, that guy's arms are fucking huge. Like that's mm -hmm. yeah. to me, that's the goal. Like look like that. You know what I mean? That was yeah, always yeah, the greatest. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, like like I gave Ian Valera like a five X West Coast iron shirt. Yeah. That we had. And it wasn't like a tight t shirt. It was like made to be like a norm like a bigger shirt. It was like one of our old ones, like, you know, one of those cotton gildens that we had early in the day, right? Yeah. And I gave him like a five X and the next day he was wearing it in the gym. <laughs> it was like busting on his arm <laughs> like it went all the way to the elbow so you couldn't see any of his arm but it was just like fucking yeah and i remember just like it looked like if you walked up and just started with like a razor and cut the shirt it would just like <laughs> just split unfold yeah so when you got arms like that yeah it doesn't fucking matter but in my <clears throat> case i have to like pay attention to the angles you know yeah <laughs> anything else you're gonna add there dusty no, that's it. All right. Then we got one for you um, from Gabs. He says, question for Dusty. Does melanotin 2 affect tattoo color? Uh, just got a fresh blackout sleeve. No. What's a blackout sleeve? 
if it's what I think it is, his entire arm is black. Just just black. Yeah. I've seen people that's a it's a thing now. Huh. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. But no, because of how melanotan works, it's that's it's a pigment issue. So it has nothing to do with an artificial ink put in your body. So no, it won't affect it at all. Okay. I didn't like the melanotan stuff though, because I found all like your freckles and everything else also get darker. Yeah. And then eventually you get to that point where Skip was for like 10 years where you're like a different color. And I'm like, does no one tell him? Can we not tell him? Do we tell him? We Dude, don't tell him. When we were at the Arnold a few years ago, um, I'm walking around with Skip and people were like, hey, good luck this weekend. Because <laughs> he's so dark for the Melania. They thought he was in fucking tan. Popping in Masters. Yeah, like, hey, it's good amazing. luck, man. Good luck this weekend, buddy. Like people who didn't know him and stuff. Yeah, just like that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Well, plus he's always in shape, so yeah. I could see that. Like he's got yeah. veins coming yeah. flying down. They're like, oh, he's obviously competing. He's got pro tan on and he's sliced. Yeah. Oh, that's good shit. I remember when I first met him, I thought he was transracial. That's <laughs> <laughs> actually valid. I thought he was like, oh, you know, identify as uh, African American. Yeah, you know, or whatever. Yeah, so I went with it. I went. I went yeah. with it. <laughs> yeah, no, he had a good tan, solid tan, excellent tan. All right, I think there was like a couple more, and they maybe were like drug related. Let's see here. Uh, quick question from Andy Boy. He says, um, uh, maybe for the next show, uh, why wouldn't we be able to use D ball alone if it's a testosterone derivative? I understand it shuts off HTPA function, but it wouldn't be any more than injecting testosterone, anyways. I understand Winnie and Van Anivar aren't testosterone derivatives, so taking them without test wouldn't be a good idea. Thanks, guys. Love the show as always. Well, first of all, I'm not a scientist, um, but I can tell you what I've seen personal experience. Everything is dose related when it comes to all these different drugs and what the like side effects that so you hear. Oh, that makes you watery. Well, it's dose related. Right. You know? So D-ball would traditionally be something that I think to take an effective dose of D-ball would probably result in more water retention than an effective dose of testosterone by itself. Yeah, that's one thing I might venture to guess. I don't know. I remember right. my first cycle of D ball, I blew up on water, and yeah. then my first cycle of Sustanon, I only had like a bit of water on me. So mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure if he's able to get anti aromatase, you know, aromatase inhibitors and stuff to try to help. But um, I don't know. I think I'd rather prep on just test. I've done it before, and I got shredded. Yeah, right. I don't. I don't know if I'd want to prep on d-ball alone it just doesn't sound like something i would be you know something i would do and then as far as just taking winnie or anivar by itself i mean you could totally do that it's not like that it's not like you're gonna fucking shrink or anything in fact i remember one of the most shredded people i've ever seen in my life was this guy named bill and i remember from australia and i asked him I'm like what are you on he was like a middleweight yeah he was just ungodly like next level disgusting like you know, the most strided human I've ever seen up close, kind of. And he's like, oh, I'm just on Winnie, uh, Winstrong Clan. Huh. I'm on. No kidding. You know, so yeah. that's my experience with that question. There you go. I mean, my answer is, uh, who said you couldn't do that? 
Yeah. I was gonna throw yeah, them people yeah, you so could. you can't do like dose related. I, it's you gotta find. I never it, said so. that. Yeah. So I mean, I guess for me, the only reason that I that I would make a blanket statement like that would be why? Like, why would you avoid test with it? You know, or why would you? You know, because I have found great success on keeping test very low while doing other things. Um, I've definitely learned since retiring that I think I was running tests higher than I ever needed to the whole time. Hmm. No kidding. Now, now I feel better lower and do the, do the other things as I want to. And I'm like, Oh, I don't think I ever really needed that. I mean, I'm, I know I'm not doing the exact same things, but you know, as far as, uh, an acetoism, there are no rules in bodybuilding. That's my advice for right. everyone. Same thing. When somebody says, right. do you think this is a good cycle? I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Try it. Like, you know, if you want to run that all by itself, why not? But to me, if you're going to go on something, you're going to throw your hormones off. I've just always been in the mindset of then go on and go big and get done with it. it You know, as opposed to fucking it up because I took 50 milligrams of D-ball for six weeks. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, know, it's worthwhile. I'm greedy. What can I say? I'm ready more. I'm with you guys, and and I'll just add the. I think my only fear of guys who do oral only cycles is that I think that if you were to do it once, okay, more power to you. Just kind of see what things are like. If that's all you ever do, and now you're like, hey, now I want to do another cycle, and I'm going to now stack it with winstrel, and you yeah. know, you, you start doing stuff like, like I think that down the road you would probably deal with more health consequences if you were only relying on orals. So I just mm-hmm. throw it out there to him that like, hey, you want to get your feet wet? Okay, cool. You know, but right, yeah, yeah. I think this one. So we have one more um, from Raiden Sky, and I think this goes back to Dusty talking about moving shots around versus mm-hmm. just sticking with the basic stuff. How many milliliters would you put in each muscle group max? Like arms less than glutes, etc. I would do arms more than glutes because I don't think you should put shots in your glutes, but that's just me. Um, <clears throat> no, uh, as far as milliliters, the my experience is actually the needle becomes the problem with guys who are who eventually see atrophy when their career is over. It's actually taking shots over and over with a you know larger needle. A lot of guys are saying now, like if you can use smaller pins, even insulin syringes, that'd be better for those types of things. It's not what I do. Um, I use a 23-1 all the time. Um, and I'll put two milliliters in one spot. It's never been an issue for me. But you're going to have some discomfort maybe. But <clears throat> I've always done the same thing. Get done taking a shot. Um, of course, clean up, take the shot. I'll usually, before the end of the night, take a massage gun to it again. Hmm. Kind of break up that. <clears throat> and that's always been successful. But try things yourself and see. The biggest thing is just the moving around is my obsession. I just, I hate seeing, for example, the middle delt is the spot that so many guys just have this lump. And I'm like, you don't see that. You don't want to shooting into concrete. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, keep that in mind is all is exactly what Ron said. You're not trying to create muscle. You're not trying to, you know, how do I get a peak? Not by putting a bunch of shots in your biceps over and over in one spot. It just looks stupid. Right. So weird. Yeah. Moved around, but I would also say just take what you're comfortable with because I always wanted to be able to hit my quads just because they're easy and they're right there. I did it twice. Both times it was near-death experience. I was literally (laughs) like 
<laughs> hobbling. You know, oh, if like somebody uh, like what do they call that back in the day? Like somebody would knee you in the side of the leg. Trolley horse. Yeah, that's yeah. what it felt like for three days. Oh God. And I know oh, guys I do it worst. all the time. They have nothing. I'm just yeah. such a bitch for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, there's some guys that love quads. Yeah, some of my most horrendous, horrendous experiences of my life were quad shots. See? Of your life. It's counting women, everything. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking terrible. It's one thing if your shoulder hurts from a bad shot or you got a sore tricep, but when you can't, when your leg is so fucking sore, you can't do anything. It's like you might as well be on crutches for like three days. Like I've limped around with some bad quad shots. Yeah, like, I, f- I feel like when you do a muscle, this is theory, so no one write me and tell me I'm a moron. But I just felt like if you hit your shoulder or your arm, you move so much that maybe it breaks up quicker. Right, <laughs> right, right. Like, like, like Bodybuilders just really like, take like a shot and lay around. Much. <laughs> you know, so your arms kind of handle themselves. I'm like, ah, oh, it seemed to make sense to me. They well, they don't much. move. And if you think about it, your, your vastus lateralis, the outside yeah. quad, doesn't stretch much when you bend your knee all the way. No, it no. doesn't really have a like its range of motion isn't that long. It only goes like this. The, the, yeah. the, the, like you can fold your knee right to your, your, your heel right to your butt and your side quad doesn't really stretch tremendously. You know, well, that's what I mean. Though, when you motion. do like a delt, you don't even have to yeah. think about stretching. Like, you move even just reaching just across like life. The, the range of motion on a delt yeah. is so big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. So. Lifting your spoon to eat your cereal, you're just like pumping that shot out of there. <laughs> you know, this is all you're you're helping yourself by eating cereal is what the point of the story. There you go. I'll yes. only add so Dusty can do two in a bicep. If your bicep is not as big as Dusty's, then maybe you want to do less. You know what I'm saying? Like you got a lot of bicep there. There is that. If we're talking to someone who has like you know, 15 inch arms, maybe maybe less than two. Maybe, probably Maybe. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. I have. All right. So we do our own questions now. Uh. Well, I had. So I had a couple questions saved, and then uh-huh. I had Instagram questions. But I figured Instagram questions would be the next episode, right? Is that how you want to do it? Well, it depends on how many we got. I got in trouble last time for ending the show abruptly. People were very heated. Very heated. We, yeah, uh, I, th- I think I, one thing I think we should have done differently last week is if we're going to record two episodes, the first one should be the heavy hitter, uh, the longer show, because right. you know what I'm saying? Because right. we like came in with a bang, but it, then it was like, oh, it's only 30 minutes. And people were like, dude, somebody actually said the other day, they're like, gone are the days. When it's just bodybuilding was an hour, was an hour long. <laughs> it used to be two hours long. That's why we did it. Because we've God forbid for one of us gets really fucking busy and has to fucking do a short one show. episode. One episode. <laughs> one episode. Oh man, gone are the days. I remember when I was young and Dusty and Ron and Scott would actually care about their audience enough to give us sixty whole minutes. You selfish fox. <laughs> I get punished for doing things one time. I get a hooker once, it's a problem. This happens <laughs> right, once. Right, right. Like, I got to go soon. Jesus. My hooker's going to be here. I can only I can only record till 11 a.m. Because I'm dusty oh, and I do man. things at odd times of day. <laughs> Can't help when the family's gone. I got to bring the hooker yeah, in. Yeah, I Jesus. have to host to myself at 11. That's the time I got to use. It's... <laughs> 
Ah, sorry. Ah. I digress. Okay. Well, here, we'll just randomly throw some in then. What are your saved questions, Rob? So I had one. Walking the line of getting truly peeled, the last stubborn fat areas that aren't in, like lower back, glute, you know, already been dieting for six months. I'm two weeks out of my fourth show. There's still a little bit on my glutes. I have no problem pushing hard. I've been dieting for months. But it seems like my personal level of hardness, I just can't seem to get the fat, the last bit off my glutes and get them striated. Uh, I just feel like I'm getting skinnier and not harder. Hmm. Any advice? That is tough without a shit ton of context. Yeah. Because pictures. It, it is possible. You, you, and I've done this myself where I've lost muscle to get, I've, I've lost 10% of quality to get 1% leaner. You know what I'm saying? So like I, I lost, I wasn't as good. The dusty six weeks of hell later would have lost to the guy six weeks ago. Um, so I'm not going to say that that's not possible. Um, the, the question is, is, is striations versus conditioning? Because, for example, look at Jay Cutler from the back when he's peeled out of his mind. Look at his glutes. Now think of Ronnie and Kai. Look at their glutes. Look how deep those striations are. Now look at how big their asses are. Yeah, that's a big factor. When you have more tissue, you have deeper lines. So it is feasible that you are as lean as you can get or as, as much as your glutes are going to come in. I do think that's a mistake some guys make. It's like, well, my triceps aren't striated like Lee Priests, so I must not be in shape. Well, no, yours just don't fucking look like that. Right. Um, so that's a possibility. Um, the other thing is, is, you know, are you taking measurements? I think that's key. Um, if, you're, if you're starting to worry about actually if you're losing size, that's the way to know. Because yeah, literal should, scientific data. Yeah, you should. Yeah. It should be absolute. Um, because if if you don't have that, then sometimes it's your mind, kind of trying to convince you to not push further. Because I mean, I, I look at John Meadows. I mean, the guy like ate water for you know weeks on end to get peeled out of his head, and I don't think he lost any size. Um, so. It, it can, I understand genetics, drugs, everything else, but the point is, is I think a lot of times people are convinced they can't go further because mentally it's it's hard. Dieting for six months is impressive, but dieting for three weeks in complete hell is also another thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing I would say is, you know, there is a possibility, it's rare, but there is a possibility after dieting for six months, if he's come down a long ways, maybe he needs to eat for a few days. Like maybe he needs to up his carbs and fill out a bit for everything to pop. Good I mean, point. it's possible that he never really filled out. He said he's doing his fourth show. I mean, it's possible that with all the shows close together, he never really, you know, filled out and 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 he, he's just, doesn't realize that you know there's there's maybe there's a bit more pop there if he if he was kind of done dieting and that's the trap some guys get in is they think they have to keep pushing because they're looking for those cuts that aren't there but the muscles just so like they're just so dieted that there's no cuts you know so it's mm -hmm. like that endless endless pursuit of something that you've passed it's like in the back it's mm. like behind you and you've, you've run past it you know yeah 
Because, you know, you, you do point. see guys, like I have seen the couple odd guys where they eat for three, four days after a show and their glutes are more striated. For sure. Right. For yeah, sure. That happens. It happened to me once. Yeah. It was one time. I woke up the Sunday after my show and my glutes were way more strided. Like mm. I looked, I couldn't believe it. It was the only time that ever happened to me. Hmm. Yeah. I ate a, an entire large pizza and a liter of ice cream and a bunch of fucking junk and just junk yeah. and guzzled like a gallon of water and went to bed. I woke up in the morning and I was fucking, I just was so, I was like, oh my God, what the fuck did I do? Where I was, was so this flat. yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. New that was 2008. I was, that was 2008. That really sucked. Hmm. Only time that ever happened. I, I just got too depleted. I just got really flat the week before. I didn't realize how flat I was. It can be hard to fill back out, you know, yeah. even, in, even my, in a week, you know. I remember my glutes had like all the fibers, but they were like dancing around kind of faint, hmm. you know. Right. Like you could tell I was shredded. Like people backstage were like, oh, man, you're ripped. Yeah. But there wasn't like there was no push, you know. Right. And then the next morning, the glutes had like crunch to them, like crunch. And I was like, oh. I always where lost was it. this yesterday? I would lose it yeah. with my legs. That's where I would mm -hmm. lose it. Yeah, and the quads. The quads were way harder. Like, you yeah. know, the difference between being shredded and being shredded and hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and, sure. and it wasn't until I actually kind of figured something out talking with Skip about it. Because he was like, dude, you're not losing muscle. Because I was like, oh, I lose muscle going into a show. You know, he's like, dude, you're not losing muscle. You're just not filling out. And I, the yeah. analogy I've come to use is... Like if you wash your car at home and you've got that sponge in the bucket, if you if you go out in the spring here in Michigan, we don't wash our cars in the yard in the wintertime. But in the spring, you go out and you fill that bucket up with water. And when you drop the sponge in it, it's it's like it doesn't just absorb immediately. And I feel like that's what my legs were after, you know, pounding them for eight weeks of dieting real hard at the end where you just stick that sponge in the bucket and it just it, it's resistant you know versus right. if you can if you can refill them you know regularly you know the next week you come back out and that sponge just absorbs so i feel like right. that's the best like that's the mental picture i have of what my legs would do you know yeah if you're washing yeah, that's car interesting yeah yes okay. exactly <laughs> there you go awesome it was good do we have anything left on the youtube Nothing, Nothing left on more? YouTube. We didn't have anything Nothing else. On that, YouTube. that was all we had. Yeah. Okay. What's 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 the the latest news going on with the Think Big channel, Scott? What? How many shows do you have going on now on this channel? You know what? Us doing two shows has made people's week. That they're really enjoying seeing us uh, more frequently. So that's I think a real highlight right now. And people are really enjoying the Drugs and Stuff podcast with Dave Crossland. So we do that one. We do uh, uh, um, Blood, Sweat, and Gear. We've got one of those coming out each week. And uh, every other week or so, we do a Muscle Minds with Scott Stevenson. So that's kind of like the regular scheduled nice. stuff at this point. What, and, and what is we, we, Blood, Sweat, and Gear? What's the main like jam? That's the one I did, right? Yep, yep. You were just on that. And Ron, you were on yep. that one a while ago. And both of those episodes <clears throat> did really good, too. What's the oh, cool. like? What's the what? What's different with that show other than obviously hosts? Less like, talk covered? about hookers and blow and blow. You know, Fuck. little it's little more less specific. Yeah, it's more, more like specific. a coaching Q and A kind of show. You yeah, know, yeah. So we're just yeah. bodybuilding and blow and hookers and, and shit. Hookers. Exactly, and exactly. 
That's written in the real small writing under ours. It's just, just bodybuilding like, and, and, and there's a list of shit. <laughs> And and we have a, a really cool announcement coming soon. Yes, we've got. Yes, we we, we just we just finalized something that we're we're really excited about, and it's going to be good for the podcast. It's going to be great for you guys. Yes, um, because it'll be great for us. So anything that's great for us and makes doing the podcast you know better for us and more productive and make it look better and sound better and be better and all that sort of stuff, yeah. we're excited. So, so I was going to tell you guys that I forgot about this. So last every Tuesday I go do my uh, smoke night and um, we're sitting there and, and the podcast came up because a bunch of the guys there now um, are into bodybuilding. And uh, this guy's like, oh, yeah, they got a great podcast. And his wife is there. And she's like, oh, what's the name of it? So I said, oh, it's just a, it's just bodybuilding. And I kept going. And then she goes, it's just bodybuilding. She goes. The titles of your shows are interesting. <laughs> and I, I didn't. I was like, "What do you mean?" And so she starts rattling them off, and I was oh, like, "She's on her phone, yeah." <laughs> and I go, "I think that's kind of the joke now. Is it's really not a lot of bodybuilding anymore." <laughs> and she goes, "Well, now I have to listen." And I got a that's text. Uh, I got a text like two days later from from him, and he goes, "She loves the show." That's great. <laughs> he doesn't watch has nothing to do with bodybuilding at all. It's like this is amazing. So I think the uh the uh blow and hooker's blow and whatever really got her going. <laughs> that that's that that's it. That's a, a a line that'll rope anybody in. Yeah. I don't care. You got to click. I don't care you know, who you are. Even if you don't yeah, tell your friends, you're going to click on that. Oh, and yeah, you know, like everyone from like, you know, the high school kid to the Mormon dad. Yeah, <laughs> hookers and blow. Curiosity gets every. What what I yeah. love though is now in hindsight, now that I know that she's watched, I'm like, she's got a totally distorted view of Ron because I was like, no, that doesn't. So you're saying you didn't get a hooker in Australia? Yeah. Right, 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 right. You didn't exactly. get a hooker, and you there, there's she doesn't have the story that led into that. So. In fact, if you just put all of our episode titles in front of any one of my clueless family members <laughs> and told them to pick a random episode, they'd be like. Chris Aceto, John Meadows, Hookers and Blow. That's the one I want to. That's the there first episode I'm going to pick. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, it actually made me think because uh, The Hangover came out. I told you that the other day. And it, it reminded me of that line. He's like, four wolves in Vegas looking for cookers and cocaine. <laughs> I was like, yes. and there we are. <laughs> so I have to tell you guys a story before before we finish this episode. Yes. Great. We'll close this episode. I went and saw Top Gun last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. What'd you think? I saw the original. I, I had a lot of fun. Okay. I had a lot of fun. It was exactly what I was hoping they were going to make for me. Good. It was, it sort of reminded me of The Force Awakens, the first Star Wars movie since Disney, like the, when Disney, you know, came back with the sequels in like, what year was that? You know, 2010 or whatever, whenever, 2013 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the first one back, which was actually, I actually liked that one. Okay. The first one it. back I actually liked, but yeah, it was the beginning of the ruining. Yeah. Um, just kidding. But but yeah, there so the three the three sequel movies, The Force Awakens had like all these things that were obviously put right in there for my age group. Right. right? Yeah. They're making a new movie for a new audience, so they got the new characters and they got to appeal to like the new batch of kids and everything. 
but they know that all the 40 year old parents and people like me are sitting in the theater. So they throw in the millennium Falcon and they bring Harrison Ford back and they fucking, you know what right. I mean? Like there's yeah. all these like awesome things that they did just for me. And I'm like, thank you very much. I'll selfishly <laughs> take all of those wonderful little tributes you just gave me, you know? Right. Yeah. And yeah. that was the same thing. It's like the producers went and watched force awakens and they're like, okay, Disney fucked up the next couple of movies, but we're going to take this premise and we're just right. going to deliver that. And it was like, you know, Tom Cruise pulls the cover off his old bike. Yeah. I did like hot, that. I was like, Oh, hot. there it is. He's got, he's got the new bike. Like, wasn't yeah. there a couple of bikes there? I got to watch no, he that got the new bike once he, that, No, so he had, the, he had the old bike when he was where he was, but when they sent him off to uh, right. San Diego, he had the new bike. Right, yeah. right. He, he, like, pulls the cover off and gets on the old Ninja or whatever. Yeah. What, what was that? Was, like, was that an old Ninja or something? That was, remember. yeah. Oh, and, yeah. You know, it was like a 1985 Ninja, you know? Yeah, and they had a brand new one now. Yeah, yeah, you know? And, and, then, um, and then the whole, like... I don't want to ruin the movie for people. There's a bunch of a bunch of stuff like that where yeah. you're like, ah, oh, they're bringing. Okay, here we go. You know, like yeah. there was a bunch of stuff. You know, the yeah. You know, I'll question whether millennials would actually know the words to "Great Balls of Fire," but right. <laughs> still a great scene. I'll take it. You know, and you have to admit though a, the the character that they used uh, could absolutely have been related. To goose, oh yeah, great, yeah, they did a great job of that. That, that was all cast right. was like, I was like, well, damn, I'd believe that in real life. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it was good. There was a couple of other things that really stood out. They they clearly made a point of trying to deliver an eighties style retro movie. Like yeah, I think that, that's certain, part of the reason I got annoyed on some of them, though, because there were a couple points where I was like, okay, that was super cheesy. It's okay. Yeah, they were, that was cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> like, they went out of their way to, like, you know. So, at the beginning, you know, like, relatively close to the beginning when they're introducing all the other pilots in that bar scene and they're playing yes. pool. Yeah. Okay, that scene worried me a little. Yeah, because it was early, when too. They're, it was getting, it was really getting cheesy. Like, yeah. you know, each, each care, each character's walking into the bar, like making their appearance and they're all like eyeing each other up. Oh, you're here too, you know? And they're yeah. all having their little showdown conversation moment. And, you know, it was like, I was like, oh, we're going to do this. This is an 80s, totally 80s setup. Like, <laughs> but then they, they kind of like, they, they, they were okay after that. Yeah. 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 Agreed. But I had fun. I just wanted to throw that review out and I want, and uh, you know, what else do you think dusty about that movie? Well, I think that the most important thing about that movie had nothing to do with the movie. It was that they have a $20 bucket of popcorn at this movie theater. I went to that you could buy for $20, but you get refills for the rest of the year for four bucks, That's not bad. which is half price oh, of a normal popcorn. And I came in, I wasn't getting popcorn that day. I was, I was going to, hold it tight and not eat popcorn. And I sat down. I'm like, who the fuck am I kidding? And I went back <laughs> and I bought the $20 one. And the guy came back you, and he goes, this, you, this is the second to last one of these buckets that we're selling. So like, oh, no way. Good call. Meant to be. Meant to so you got be. up out of your seat and you went, oh, yeah, I left. I went oh, back. That's, I'm fucking, that's, that's a real decision made yeah. by you. It wasn't on the yeah. way. 
It was proof that I was in pure denial of who I was that I actually walked by the first time. Like, I was actually embarrassed for myself. I came back up and I'm like, I'm sorry. I thought I was a better man, but I'm not. So can I so, get that giant fucking popcorn? So my my thing is I get the, the large Diet Coke, half mm -hmm. ice. I want right. like half the normal amount of ice. So there's more Diet Coke. Mm -hmm. And then I get the big bag of chocolate M&M's. Oh, yeah. Right. All M&M's are and, chocolate, but go ahead. Yeah. And I didn't quite finish the M&M's. I actually like made a point to not finish them just so I wouldn't feel like a fat so <laughs> let's talk about how much a better a person ron is than me because what i do is put the m&ms in the popcorn and i finish all. oh yeah 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 there you go get them all buttery yeah <laughs> yeah so it's now heated m&ms and popcorn and all of it is gone before i leave so nice there you go oh everyone yes. wants to know one of the many reasons that ron is a better bodybuilder than me there it is <laughs> I got something else I wanted okay. to ask you guys about. Did you, either you guys, I sent you a link um, on, on our oh. group chat. This is uh, the other day I sent it. Sent it. This was in regard to, um, Ron, you had that question about meeting bodybuilders. And oh, there was yeah, a video yeah. that somebody shared yeah. in our Facebook group. Oh, the Bret Hart one. Yeah, Bret Hart. I'm going to see if I can just like, I wonder if I can play this. Oh, of course, there's a commercial to start. I remember seeing that before. This dude, okay, of course, I gotta, I gotta wait 10 seconds. But the gist it's is, is so that I know, right? Bret Hart. Oh, here we go. Let's see. Let's see. Do they go to another ad here? Nope. You know, when the, when the bodybuilding thing started, it was, he doesn't like there's these bodybuilders. And who likes bodybuilders? I mean, talk about it, zeros in life. You know, I mean, there's nothing, I can't say anything good about bodybuilders at all. What a total waste of your life, you know. Um, because of the vanity? Yeah, just the vanity of just all day, you know. They, there's nothing special about bodybuilders other than they lift weights all day, you know. Um, what was It's like beauty pageant. Though? Some people are, I don't know. I, I never had a fascination. I mean, I like a good physique and all that, but I mean, uh, to, the, to the point of being obsessed and like bodybuilders and the dieting and the, you know the whole thing is like who cares like I, I don't see any ability or skill in it at all same with <laughs> that was amazing like i felt attacked as an individual yeah. and as a group yeah <laughs> there's absolutely nothing special about them at all i wanted to get your take so, on this so i my take is twofold on that um he's I read some comments on that video before. Yeah. And um, one of the comments was someone explaining the context of what he had just been asked. So if you hear at the beginning, he said when the bodybuilder thing started, right? Mm -hmm. And what yeah. he's talking about is the, the era of wrestling where they started bringing in a bunch of jacked guys. Oh, and they were really leaning, they were really leaning on the jacked guys. It was like the, when the TV era got, when the Monday night thing was going crazy. Mm -hmm. They were bringing in all these bodybuilders is what he like. And then obviously he's got previous, he's got previous feelings about bodybuilding, you know, um, right. but they started bringing all the, in all these guys that weren't necessarily the most talented guys. They just had like a crazy TV look. Huh? Yeah. And um, there was a bunch of resentment in the inside wrestling. Cause there was all these guys that were seen as good workers and they were, they didn't want to work with these bodybuilders cause they were, they were they weren't good workers they were too stiff and they were dangerous and they thought you know like it really yeah. caused some people to be like fuck who are these fucking guys that are getting a quick ride to the 
you know, TV times and all that stuff. Okay, so there's a bit of sense. that, but, but he obviously doesn't like bodybuilders. Right. You know, so whatever, I know he's from Calgary, you know, all the hearts are from Calgary. So, you know, he might've been training in Calgary gyms in the eighties, you know, seventies and eighties, putting up with the early, you know, eighties bodybuilders in the gym or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. Brett, Brett, Brett Hart's a good Canadian. I'm not going to hold it against him. But he's, you know, <laughs> Bodybuilder. I was, I was gonna. I was actually gonna agree with almost everything he said. Was the yeah, like he's not that wrong. Like, I was he's like, not that wrong. Like oh, uh, actually, I say that all the time when when bodybuilders have a big ego. I'm like, really? Because you lift weights, eat food, and take drugs that you feel special. That's embarrassing. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I can't argue so, with him at all. Like, no, I got Red Hart's been through a lot. Yeah, Red Hart. Red Hart had a stroke on his motorcycle. Totally shit. And like almost died and had to go Holy through all shit. the rehab from that and like rehab from the stroke and came back from all that. And like now he's, you know, he's healthy. And as far as I know, he's, you know, Does he traveling around again. Probably, you know, <laughs> I think once your hair is gray, you don't change. Like, like, however you like the person you are when things gray up, that's like. <laughs> That's that's it. That's you. Fully evolved. You it's, are, it's the end. There's, there's no more like branching out in your in your uh, friend zones or anything like that. You're you've oh, locked into a way of living. You know. I backed that actually. That's funny. All so right. what was the other? There was a question. Didn't you say we were gonna? I thought I threw a question for you guys up on there. Too. You did. You did actually. I can grab that really quick because I can't remember. Here, here it is. You had said um, it was a, about a, a movie. What was a movie that made you <clears throat> oh, laugh yeah. so hard that your abs hurt? Yeah, that was one of the questions I got. Was name oh, name a couple movies that you laughed until your abs hurt? And I was trying to think of times where I actually. Like maybe lost it, and liar liar did that for me. For liar sure. liar was funny. Okay, that's a good one. Yes. Jim Carrey. That's one of his real funny movies. Oh yeah, real it's absurd. Good. That was when Jim Carrey was kind of a, like you know the Ace Ventura, the whole absurd comedy sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. you know, liar liar was one of those. Yeah, that was. A, I funny. thought that was a classic because there were so many things. I think, like all good humor, when someone says something that's funny that you agree with it's funnier you know right. so like this the scene where his where his son is telling him well my teacher says that beauty is from the inside and he goes that's just something ugly people say and yeah that's such a classic it. line that's such a classic line that's a good one too because jim carrey really gets his physical comedy in there too with like oh yeah you know like how reactive he is like when the judge asks him questions and he's like yes i mean no like he can't you know like his hair all pulled sideways <laughs> yeah it's a it's a good i was i was remembering one time i i laughed until my abs they were cramping so i had ab cramps i was hysterically laughing trying not to be loud losing my mind i was probably a little bit high and <laughs> for sure and i actually had ab cramps start to happen and i had to like bridge up in my chair yeah yeah stretch out my abs and that was watching team america world police in the theater oh god <laughs> you're taking it Dude. back yeah well you remember team america right yes with the dolls scott you don't remember I, yeah, I don't. I don't remember it clearly though. Oh, like I, I remember it, but I, I like wasn't. 
Yeah. The South Park guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Team America just killed me. I couldn't believe. And at the time, I just, some of the jokes they had in there, like when the two two puppets are fucking and, oh, Jesus. (laughs) The fuck, yeah, just so hilarious. But yeah, oh that movie, that movie fucking made me lose my shit. I was, I was, I was uncontrollably laughing and my abs started to cramp and I was having a hard time breathing and I was just fucking losing it. Yeah. I don't know how I often that's ever happened to you guys, but I was fucking losing it. I don't, I've not, I don't know the, I mean, I've had like abs sore, face sore, but I do like the embarrassing tears. Like you're actually having. Yeah. Oh, I was full on like, crying. I'm like crying. <laughs> you're like. It's not that kind of crying. It's okay. <laughs> I couldn't breathe. I was gasping for air. The, my, I was with my buddy James, and he was laughing super hard too. But then he started laughing more at me. He started, yeah, he like, was laughing at you. He laughing, was like, yeah. "Jesus, dude! Like you were gonna die." <laughs> yeah. Theater was almost empty. I remember that there was like fucking nobody in there except a couple of people. So it wasn't that bad. It wasn't like opening night and I was ruining it for everyone, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. You have one, Scott? No, but are we going to do two shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should still loaded. Okay. I still got all my Instagram questions. We should probably. Yeah. We should probably should wrap this up. We should. Yeah. Yes. Turn black again. Okay. Over. Okay. So remember, like, share, subscribe, comment. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. And uh, yeah, it's just bodybuilding. Thanks, everybody.